and welcome to the PixiePearls.com podcast, episode 11, the Tequila Tank Top. Today we're going to be doing a very special blog and pattern spotlight due to my recent success with the tank top that I just knit. I'm going to talk about my upcoming weekend, holiday weekend plans, the next thing I'm going to knit, and a little bit about spinning. Right about now is the time I wish I had some music to throw in so I could break up my intro before going into my normal talking, but well, this will just have to serve as that. And I had great plans of using a really nice microphone, but when I took it out of the box, the one that my husband got, it had no audio input or output. So, um, yeah, can't really use a microphone if I can't hook it in. I'm guessing it's so fancy that it requires its own special thing and... It came with some kind of a, it looked like a router, I don't know what it was, but either way, I'm using my Macintosh laptop once again, and I do plan on buying a microphone very soon. I'm very sorry that it's been a while since I have last done a podcast and that I haven't still gotten a good microphone, but it's been very busy because of the summer. Work's been busy, my husband's been traveling, and then, well, work's just been busy, and you know how the summer is. So I'm going to jump right in and get right to it. The tequila tank top. I am so excited. I finally knit something that I love, that I adore, that I like wearing, that I think looks great on me, and it fits perfectly. To give you a little history about this particular knit, the pattern is actually one that was the very first top that I ever finished. I started a Noro sweater, which I have half a sleeve left on from two years ago. And then after that, I did the same exact tank top, though a little bit different version. And it was huge on me. And when I Kitchener stitched the the straps, it was bad. It just all went bad. And though it was pretty and beautiful, it didn't work out. So here, full circle, two years later, I knit the pattern again. I know what yarns I like now. I'm not a beginner knitter anymore. And it turned out perfectly, and I love it. And I won't hold you in suspense any longer. I will tell you the pattern. I do not know how you pronounce this blog, well, this website. I call it Chick Knits. But when I was at Knitting Group the other weekend, Jen of Jenla called it Chic Knits. And I think she's probably right, because the word C-H-I-C is separate from the word knits on the site. So I think the fact that it just, when the words are put together, forms ch- chicknits is my own kind of like, my mind made it up and decided to pronounce it that way. I'm betting that it's chicknits. So if I accidentally say chicknits, please don't be mad at me. <laughs> I apologize in advance, but it's been in my brain for two years whenever I've read her blog and her website. And yeah, it's hard to get it out. But I'm going to try to pronounce chicknits properly, which I believe is the correct pronunciation. Now, if you go to chicknits.com, which is C-H-I-C-K-N-I-T-S.com, she sells all kinds of awesome patterns. She's kind of been well-known in the blog universe online for getting knitting patterns for a while now, and I love her blog because she has a lot of energy. She's always making something, and she's a lot of fun, and she likes to experiment. I don't know that I go off and comment on blogs a lot anymore like you used to, but I know I've gotten responses from her before, which is really cool. And she has responded to any questions I ever had about her pattern. And this particular pattern is called the Sheet Cami, 
or the chick cami as I like to call it. <laughs> and it's $4.95 and you can get it by going to her website and clicking on patterns. And her blog is really easy to find. It's right on her main navigation. But if you just want to type it in yourself, you go to chickknits.com forward slash rambles. R-A-M-B-L-E-S. And she posts quite often. She posts really often and she has all kinds of great new knits. I know her CC pattern has been going crazy all over the blog sphere and a lot of people have been knitting that particular pattern. So the chick cami's been around for a while. And like I said, I knit it a long time ago. The cami tank top is very versatile. It comes with a shaped version of instructions and a non-shaped version. You can also do spaghetti straps, which are basically I-cords. Or you can do the one and a half, I guess it's a one and a half inch full strap that covers your bra strap, which I really like. And I just love that this pattern has so many options. I like the shaped version. I'm kind of a petite girl. I think it looks way sexier and cuter. And then I like the, um, the spaghetti straps. But my problem with that is that first, I don't like doing an I-cord. It comes out kind of messy. And then under stitching it on was just bad. Um, or no, it was a three-needle bind-off. It just it went very badly when I did it originally. And I feel like when you knit a tank top out of cotton, the cotton is very heavy. And I just never felt like the straps kind of held it together. I think if it was wool, like a lighter wool, it would be a lot easier to do the straps. But then you probably want to do the thicker straps because if you're doing it in wool, you're, you're not wearing it during the summertime, at least not unless you're inside a movie theater or something. And I tend to like the thicker straps just from the bra thing perspective. Even though I am open to knitting tank tops that display the bra straps or require a strapless bra, I just really like this cami tank top. It's just classic, it's versatile, and it looks adorable. I have some really crazy plans. I want to wear it somewhere like where there's a bar, and I want to like get a really cool photograph of me with a shot of tequila and the tank top because... The reason I name it the Tequila Tank Top, that's what I nicknamed it, is because I knit it in Dale Sval, and it's this lime color, and it's a really pale lime, and it reminds me of just what the inside of a lime looks like when you cut it up and you're looking at the insides before you either plop it into a Corona or drink it after a shot of tequila. Now I know what you're thinking, but I haven't had a shot of tequila in many years. So I might have had one at a club, that's probably the last place I had one because if you take a shot of tequila and you need to get a little tipsy to dance, you don't have to walk around carrying a bottle of beer, which is kind of a pain. So if you take the shot of tequila, you're kind of free to walk around but experience enough buzz to get you comfortable enough to dance. But I haven't been to a, a club in a while. I think I go on average once a year if some DJ my husband really likes is in town, but I don't know, it's really fun. You just start to feel like the scene's a little too much, like you go and it's really crowded, but I still love the music and I still love Paul Oakenfold and BT and Hybrid and Crystal Method. My husband totally got me into that stuff and if you're a computer geek and you're jamming away and you're creating like graphics or you're coding, it's so good to have like some really good upbeat groovy music to kind of get you going to. I wouldn't, you know, I would think the same thing would be true of knitting, but no, I like TV when I knit. I really like to watch TV when I knit. It just really works out well or from watching a movie because I don't necessarily have to look up, but 
I do look up and it keeps me busy and time goes by faster than just listening to music because knitting sometimes can get boring where on the computer what I'm doing is less boring okay I'm rambling let's not talk about that anymore okay back to the tank top I would like to talk to you about gauge I have had some gauge problems serious gauge problems lately but I discovered that I really like to get a yarn it is finer than what is required. So if a pattern requires five stitches per inch, I like to get a yarn that's six to seven stitches per inch. Because most of the time, patterns come in sizes 34 is the smallest. And if I want something sexy and cute and tight fitting, I really have to knit for the 30, especially in cotton, because it just stretches out to 32 inches within like the first two times I've put it on. And then if I use a finer gauge yarn, I can knit the larger sizes, or I can knit the small size, but I'm getting a smaller sweater or a smaller top. And I did that with the sheet cami. I knit the extra small or the small size, but I was actually getting a higher gauge. 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 God, I'm like cursed today. I can't say any word right. Okay, just ignore me. It's my first podcast in three weeks, so it's okay. I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> So anyway, I just think that's a really great trick with knitting at a finer gauge because it's more versatile if you can wear the smaller patterns and you can go up. You know what I mean? Like it's just more yarn that you need and it makes me stress less about getting gauge and then all the sizes being off. I don't know why it's working for me. It just kind of is. The logic behind it must be something that I am able to figure out that makes the end result be something that fits me. You can check out pictures of the tequila tank top on my website, pixiepearls.com, and I'll try to make sure I post a link to it at the podcast.pixiepearls.com blog. Next up, now that I've finished the tank top, well, of course, I wanted to go knit another one, but I realized I don't have any more spal, and I don't really want to buy that again, so I wanted to do some stash busting, and I had that silky wool in my stash, and then I think a couple weeks ago, real recently, I had seen that Knitting Pure and Simple split neck t-shirt for women on someone's blog or someone was knitting it or I, I guess it was new and so I bought it and it, I had that in my stash and I thought, you know, that wool would be perfect for it it's, and I really was in the mood for something lighter as much as I like the cotton blends because they're cool and you can sweat in them and it's not gross, I really it's just so heavy. It's amazing how heavy the cotton is. So I wanted to knit something that was really light. And I don't want to be a traitor to myself. But you know how I said I love Rowan felted wool. And it's like my all-time favorite. Well, the silky wool is really nice. And I got it on sale at Webbs. And I had no idea I would like knitting it up so much. It's really light and airy and just really pretty. And it has a nice bit of bloom to it. But it's not fuzzy. But it's just squishy, so it blooms out really nice when you knit it. I got it from the JimmyBeansWool.com website, which is a website that is kind of fairly well-known, and it sells a lot of patterns and different stuff that people like to check out. It's pretty popular online. I would say it's up there with Elan and Nitpicks. And it's JimmyBeansWools.com, like I said, and it's spelled J-I-M-M-Y-B-E-A-N-S w-o-o-l.com and the pattern number is number 257 but it's called the split neck t-shirt 
I don't really know why it's called a t-shirt because it looks like a sweater with three-quarter inch sleeves and a v-neck. But I guess it's kind of a split neck. It's not exactly a V. And I like how it's constructed. I had to use the knitted cast-on to cast on some of the collar stitches after I was, you know, several rows into it to kind of create this square then V neckline. I don't know. It's really cool looking. I really like it. And I had never done that before. And it was really fun to get to do that. And the pattern came in the mail, you know, nice and quickly from, from Jimmy Beans. They were great. But there was two copies of the back, and one was totally different, and one said collar, and then the other one said, like, um, neck edging, and I was so confused as to if the sweater had two versions, and so I emailed Jimmy Beans, and I didn't get a response right away, and then I went, like, on knitting.livejournal and Knitter's Review, and somebody gave me the direct email address of the pattern writer or the company, and she replied to me. And then the next day, Jimmy Beans replied to me and actually called me, so I figured it out. Basically, there's an errata. Oh, gosh, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. There's an errata, like, you know, when there's pattern errors and then they fix them. And they have it. You can download the whole PDF on the um, Knitting Current Simple website. And then, of course, Jimmy Beans had slipped that in the back. It just was confusing because it didn't say it on there. And So basically, after I talked to them and I read the emails, I took the original pattern, the back sheet, and I just took a big old black marker and I, I marked it out. And then I placed the, the newer version, the correct version on top. So I won't accidentally read the wrong version. I've got it all marked out. I don't know why I'm so terribly slow with some of these things. Other people, are they just get it. They know what's going on. They'd probably be like, oh, that's just a, the corrected version of the pattern. Throw the other one out. But... I'm neurotic, and, you know, I have to go through my ways of making sure I'm doing things correctly. At least I admit I'm neurotic. Okay, so onward to my next topic. This weekend, we are doing a yarn crawl with my little knitting group that I'm a part of. Well, it's kind of stretching across knitting groups, I guess you could say. But Saturday, this Saturday, July 1st, kind of in celebration of the weekend, the holiday, the long holiday, we're going to do a yarn crawl, and we're going to start in Roswell and go to Cast On Cottage. Then we're going to go see the new location of Strings and Strands, which I think also used to be in Roswell, or maybe the the city technically is Atlanta, but um, I like their store, and I heard they moved, and I really wanted to go check it out. And then we're going to go to Why Not Knit in Buckhead, which is across the street from my hairdresser. And then I'm going to get my highlights done, which I'm very excited about because... Well, I love getting my highlights done because I hate roots. <laughs> roots are the worst, but anyway, I'm digressing again. So yeah, we're going to do the yarn crawl, and my husband has requested that I buy a Swift because he's tired of being my human Swift, and then I'm going to buy some Hempathy to make a really cute tank top out of that I have some plans for and that I blogged about it last week, and I'll blog about it or I'll talk about it more once I actually get the yarn, but right now I'm really focused on getting the knitting pure and simple split neck tee out of the way. I, I realize it is, it's true, you know, it took me two years to get to the point where I felt comfortable or I wanted to do it, but it's best to just knit one thing at a time. Just knit one thing, finish it up, start the next thing. It goes way faster. <laughs> but I think I'm getting better at fixing my mistakes and frogging and knowing when to let things go and knowing when to start over. And that makes a big difference in your knitting. So I'm really excited about this weekend, and I can't wait to go on the yarn crawl. 
I've also been learning to crochet recently, but I kind of put that on the back burner because, well, I just have got a lot going on, but I really want to finish crocheting this really cute dress for my friend who's pregnant and going to have a little girl. And I've noticed a lot of bloggers have been crocheting that seems to be coming back a little bit this summer. I think it's nicer because um, for the summer it's quicker and, you know, you just have to carry one needle and it's not as stressful. So in a time when we're all very busy on vacations and work and just you're just busy in the summer, I think crocheting is a little a little more stress-free because it's not quite as involved. Now, I know I don't want anyone who crochets to take that as an insult. That's just my feeling about it. I just find that I don't have to worry so much about the needle slipping out and the stitches falling out. And anything I've made so far hasn't required stitch markers. You know, not like you would with knitting because you never have a hundred stitches on the needle. So I just think it's it's a little less stressful, which is really nice. Another thing I've started to do, which has helped take the stress away, is I tried doing the whole organizational gauge swatches on an index card type of thing. And then the other day it just kind of struck me, duh, blog it. I created a new category in movable type called gauge swatches, and I came up with a little format. I take a picture of the swatch so I know if it was knit in the round or what I did or what pattern I did. I don't have to stress it, you know, unless it's something very particular. I say what the yarn was and what it's made out of and what needle size I used and what gauge I got. And so now when I want to go back and see what gauge I got in a yarn, if I want to use it for a future project, I just click on my own blog and click on the category in the sidebar and I can see all my gauge swatches. So far, I just have two in there, but I mean, I only started doing it this month, so I imagine it's going to get filled up pretty fast, and it's going to be a really great tool for me to have around. Now, speaking of tools, I had a couple of you email me on and off over the last month um, since I haven't been podcasting, and I got a reply from someone, and I'm really sorry, but I've had so many emails. Just let me know. I, I had some questions. Some of you guys were saying you wanted me to talk more about... I think RSS feeds are blogs or something, but I wasn't sure what you wanted me to speak about. So if there's any technical questions that have to do with having a knitting blog or viewing knitting blogs, if it's related and it's something someone listening to this could learn from, I'm more than happy to talk about it. I just have not been keeping up with my emails. But speaking of that, I still have been getting emails despite the fact that I haven't posted in a couple weeks. And I just want to thank you guys. It's so wonderful when I get those sweet emails saying that, you know, you like listening to my podcast or, shockingly enough, you like my voice. Like, that just blows me away. It's really cool to hear that stuff, and it always motivates me to record more often. I don't feel too guilty because I noticed Caston had the end, I think, of her Muses series. So she had, like, only, like, one or two this month, like, less than normal. So I felt like, okay, everyone's busy this summer. I, I can't feel too bad. So you know, like, come fall, you'll be getting, like, three a month. But, uh, yeah, that's really all I had for today. Um, I did some spinning last weekend with some merino top, and I loved it. The merino top was really doing it for me because the yarn was really easy to get thin, to get it finer, and it was kind of silky and shiny. I like it. It's got a little sheen to it, just a little bit, you know. Where the Coopworth and the Cordale, well, the Coopworth anyway is just very, um, I don't know, fuzzy. So I'm just in the mood for something sleek and clean. And so that was really fun, and I really enjoyed spinning. And I'm just looking forward to this weekend, and hopefully I'll do another 
podcast after it sometime and let you guys know how that went and how much fun we had on the yarn crawl. I think it's a great idea if you have any knitting friends. The yarn crawl's neat because I'm going to drive, you know, an hour to an area that I normally wouldn't go to. So some other knitters who I normally wouldn't see will be meeting up with us. And we'll be going to some stores that I just don't normally get to go to because they're kind of far away. It's a great excuse to hang out with your girlfriends. I've been so happy since I've made all these knitting friends. It's like having an extended family and everyone gets along so well. And I just think, I just think knitters are some of the sweetest people out there. I'm rambling again and I can't think of anything else to say. So you guys have a great holiday 4th of July weekend if you're in the United States. And I'll talk to you guys later.